Hey everyone, welcome to the SaaS Ad Lab podcast where we bring you the stories of SaaS founders, entrepreneurs, and executives. My name is Luis. I'm the owner and founder of Phantom Agency, a digital marketing agency specializing in scaling SaaS companies. And today we have the pleasure of interviewing Alex, the founder of Pumadone app. So Alex, thank you for joining us today. And why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself, where you grew up, uh, where do you live? And also, is this your first company? Uh, well, ho, 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 it's a big story, you know, I'm like, a, I'm 47 years old, so uh, my story is more than one country, more than one company for sure, and uh, it, I believe it would take a lot of time to, to, to speak about everything, mm-hmm. so <laughs> let's, let's uh, wrap it up somehow to the small things. Okay, let's do that. But actually, what, what, one important thing I would like to mention, uh, we are a 16 years old web development company, okay. and as long as the product itself, uh, it is a side product of our company, we created it for our own, it's important. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We like a boutique type company, so we uh, serve small clients, oh, not small, they used to be small when we started, but uh, we work for for instance, for our current several customers, we worked for more than 10 years. Uh, that's a long time. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and I feel like that's how a lot of SaaS companies actually start is, you know, it's a, it's a company doing their own thing and they realize that there's a need for a specific piece of software, whether it's some sort of time tracking system or just any other thing, right? And, and then like HubSpot, then they have a CRM and now everyone has got it. So it's usually something that's missing in their own uh, little ecosystem they created and they realize this could help tons of people around the world and why don't we package it up, make it look pretty, and then everyone can have it. And that's that's one of the things that I love about SaaS companies is the fact that usually it starts with one little tiny personal uh, problem and then you know you decide to, well, I'm sure I'm not the only one that's dealing with something like this, so I'm gonna bring it to the market. And uh, when, when did you realize that, you know, your product is, it was something that was going to be able to compete with what's out there currently. And how did you find the right way to position it so that it's, it's not, you know, exactly the same as whatever is out there? Uh, it's actually quite easy because it's uh, less about time tracking Mm-hmm. rather than uh, the complex of things. As a web development company, we serve different customers. And as long as every customer prefers his own choice for task management systems, mm-hmm. like, you know, some prefer Asana, some prefer, at the, at the time it was uh, Basecamp, I believe, or uh, we, of course, use Trello or Evernote or Again, several several different tools. Mm-hmm. So every time you have to monitor several systems, uh, keeping in mind what's important, and uh, you have to track time because you have to report and you have to send invoices by, by the time. Uh, so uh, at the moment, we realized we use different task systems. We use time tracking tools. We have to focus somehow, and we love to use Pomodoro techniques. So we used to have some, we used to use some uh, Pomodoro timer, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean, yeah. right? It's like a time boxing thing. So, so many things at, at once at the same time, and we realized uh, there were some tools. It was about three and a half years ago, I'd say, 
uh, which already have some uh, task management plus uh, Pomodoro. But if we have so many tasks already uh, created and managed somewhere, why should we copy and paste it somewhere else and keep the synchronization at the time? So our initial idea was like to create this universal inbox, connecting different tools into one, uh, then apply Pomodoro techniques. So it's countdown timer, and there is a very big difference comparing to the most competitors like uh, Toggle or Harvest or EverHour, whatever you prefer. Uh, because it's really important to have this break, right? And the time, as long as it's about the time, uh, we can keep this information about the time span and we can, we can create reports based on it, right? So we created several, several integrations at the moment. Our first ones were uh, Trello, I believe, and Todoist and Wonderlist. Uh, through API, so we let people connect it, we let people have everything in one place. Um, well, we, we let us have it in one place. And then favorite things from different sources when you want to have most important things right, right at the top of uh, what you're doing. And then uh, what is uh, also really important, uh, we realized that there is a plenty of distractions all the time, right? And as long as, again, we deal with the time, we deal with the APIs, we can help ourselves to eliminate these distractions. So, uh, for instance, when we created this um, Chrome extension, which works with, with uh, our tool and our ecosystem, uh, it can block certain websites. So again, why should we use uh, the one more extension to do what we can do on our own. The one thing which is most important, uh, and it is part of our ideology, I would say, we don't try to compete on product on the project and tasks management market because there are pretty good guys on it, and there's awesome tools we love, right? And they are almost perfect for what we do, right? Why should we switch from them and try to compete with them? It's almost impossible, mm -hmm. plus, what we do there, we do task management, prioritization, assignments, right? Estimation. What we do with our Pomodoro app, it's about task execution. So we let us and then users to select the task from the list they already created somehow, or it was created by someone else, uh, run this countdown Pomodoro timer, eliminate the distraction through these websites blocking or notify the team using this, our Slack integration and even turn on D&D mode there, mm -hmm. right? To let us focus on what we are doing. So uh, again, our product, it's less about time tracking. Time tracking is one of the side effects. It's more about focus. It's more about mindful approach. It's not about automation, uh, like uh, making a screenshot. It's not about the control, mm -hmm. right? It's about the mindful focus for each of us on the personal level. Okay. So it's more about actually getting your stuff done. And, and Absolutely. And, and I mean, it's in the name. So it has the technique and then it's in the name. So I was actually going to ask about the name. I kind of figured it out um, after looking at it a couple of times. So uh, that makes sense. And I like the, the fact that you're not trying to compete with something that 
like you said, you pretty much already think, you know, there's, there's big players in, in the task management uh, and everything. So you have things like Jira or Asana and Trello that have already been working on this product for a long time. And they've been able to figure out exactly, you know, what the product, what the market's asking for. And they've come out with some pretty good products. Um, and if you can't find something that personally you could make better or something that you think would make the product better, then I don't think there's even a reason to try to get in there because you don't know what, what you'd be changing, which makes sense. Um, right. So I think, I think that's great. And uh, with that being said, why don't you tell us a little bit more about what challenges you faced uh, throughout the whole process of, of, having the idea and then actually going into and executing uh, what was on your head? Oh, it's a good one. <laughs> Thank you for the question. <laughs> well, uh, uh, I would say initial challenge for us was to choose the tools we would like to add. Mm -hmm. Maybe not the first ones because first ones were on the prototype level, right? But as soon as we, uh, we, put it on the market and for the first year and a half I believe we were keeping it absolutely free mm -hmm. and collect the users uh, requests feature requests and bug reports uh, we received huge wave of the commands and requests and the biggest challenge was to decide which of them are reasonable enough and good enough to um, put it in our backlog or escalate uh -huh. and again as long as it was a side product and we didn't earn anything from there uh, this for us at the moment it was really important to decide does it sound for us as well would we use it for instance is it mm -hmm. because you know everyone creates his own workflow someone cannot imagine his workflow without for instance travel labels right mm -hmm. yeah uh, for some people, it's really important to keep this assignee thing and then filter it out to see what's going on on his desk or if his team lead what's going on on his team desks, mm -hmm. right? Uh, yeah, so I would say the first one is to choose uh, which workflow should be support. Okay. Then I would say <laughs> a lot of requests about different integrations. And again, we have to decide which one are we escalating and which, uh, which ones we are considering to add. And what are the, what's the criteria that goes into each of those decisions? What do you, what do you... <laughs> uh, Well, the first one is a number of votes, of course, uh -huh. right? So if, if, we, if we receive a one request per month about some tool, it's good enough to keep somewhere in our ice box, right? But maybe it's good enough to put it on the top of the list. Right. However, some things and some requests brought us uh, frustration, I would say, because for instance, when, uh, when Microsoft purchased Wanderlist, if you remember, they, uh, they promised to kill it <laughs> <laughs> and they delivered the Microsoft to do. Uh -huh. We decided it was trying, uh, so we released the uh, integration with Microsoft to do, I would say, within a week or two weeks. And then we realized that a lot of people love this Microsoft to do my day thing, 
Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Do you use Time Maker Microsoft today? Uh, Microsoft to do anything? No, I don't. There is a thing. Uh, for every tool you use, you can define the due date, right? Uh -huh. For task management, I mean, or Evernote reminder or something like that. Yeah. And uh, so we can filter it out by the due date and show show people what they were supposed to do today, right? Or what's due today. Mm -hmm. well, for Microsoft, it's a bit different because you can uh, you can define the due date, and then you can drag and drop your task to my day uh -huh. list. It is not connected to the due date at all. And the second most important thing is that Microsoft doesn't provide any API to this my day thing, so That's... we have no way to get anything from there. Uh -huh. And for, I would say, 95% of requests about improvement on this Microsoft integration is, yes, <laughs> it's about my day. So we are, we are fighting with Microsoft asking, guys, what's going on? You promised to deliver like a year yeah. ago. And you know how it is to communicate to the oh, guys with yeah. the guys of Microsoft. Yeah, I assume it's going to be months, uh, if if not longer than that, of time. You know, waiting for for you to get an answer. Uh, yeah, that's that's gonna be a, that's gonna be pretty annoying. <laughs> Actually, we received about five answers, and all of them are there is no ATA. The ATA, yeah. no, we are working. We considering it, so perhaps, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Well, hope I hope you you get the answer that you're hoping for on that end. Uh, sooner than later and uh, that would be that would be great now as far as and this is usually a, a good question to ask where where do you see um, I guess the niche where do you see most people are using most people that are using Pumadone are they in a specific niche uh, are they in specific industries or is it pretty all over the place as far as the people that are currently using the app? You know, it's a really awesome question. And we were thinking about it a lot. We made a few questionnaires and uh, we communicate a lot to the users. So uh, at the moment when the user provides some information, we can validate it somehow and we can check and link it in, right? Who is this guy or girl uh, or person? So we create some sort of statistics, at least we are trying to, mm -hmm. because uh, for these three years, we are surprised that uh, we, well, we were thinking, of course, initially that it is for designers, for coders, for writers, uh, and for students, perhaps. So initially, we, we thought like like that, and then we realized that there is a plenty of executives, HR, uh, some guys we I don't know builders engineers developers I mean there is a so huge number of different professions and approaches I would say the most of our users are really developers mm -hmm. right I was gonna guess that yeah <laughs> and, uh, and for us it's actually really important because we are developers ourselves uh -huh. so, developers or software developers uh, a lot of writers or like let's say people who digital so we call it digital professionals for ourselves mm -hmm. now yeah 
you find that uh, a lot of freelancers? Can you repeat it? Do you find a lot of of uh, freelancers using using the app as well? I would assume. Uh, you know, it's a two different things because freelancers, it can be freelancer who is working on almost anything nowadays, right? So, uh, yeah, I would say it's freelancers, but recently uh, we released the team features okay. and these team features showed us that plenty of people were working in the office, mm -hmm. right? They use it a lot. Actually, I'm not sure. Uh, did you did you did you notice on our website uh, about a few months ago? We released the integration with the Luxor. It's a tiny gadget. I can find it later on. Uh, it's a tiny gadget that you can put on your uh, I don't know monitor or cubicle wall, right? Uh, it changes the color. It's an LED, and it changes the color depending on. Uh, for instance, for the Pamadan, are you during the timer or the break? Is it okay to approach you or it is not a good idea it's better to wait for a break? And of course, it's being used for the uh, open offices or co-working spaces or uh, well, mostly like that. I'm actually turning it on. Perhaps I will be able to show it if it would work. One of the one of my previous because I used to work at another agency and uh, uh -huh. we had these little lights that we would plug into the computer. So whenever uh -huh. you were busy and you didn't want to be interrupted, you turned your light on. <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually uh -huh. one of the examples. So now it means I'm available, right? And as soon as I'm not available, it's like a. That's really cool. Yeah. It's, it's not our product, but we work with them. So, uh, and we of course have co-marketing, we have special offers and discounts. Uh -huh. But again, it's a, it's, a, it's a niche which works not for the freelancers. Mm -hmm. Getting back to your question. Yeah, and uh, as far as, as marketing efforts and things like that go, do you have any strategic partnerships with any companies that you know will bring you business if you bring them business or something like that? Is, is that something that you've, pursued at all? Actually, it's a core of our marketing strategy now because every time we create an integration with uh, some tool, mm -hmm. we approach the company, uh, if we can, of course, <laughs> because Microsoft or Google <laughs> or, you know, uh, or, or Atlassian and Jira and Trello, because, well, they're not kind of available, but uh, Evernote, uh, Master Tasks, uh, Nosby, uh, To Do East. Mm -hmm. The guys are really awesome, and Zapier actually as well. Uh, they're really awesome on partner communication mm -hmm. and partner co-marketing. So we create some co-marketing campaigns, uh, kind of contests, or uh, or and some uh, I don't know special offers from yeah. time to time. Uh, it works a lot. Actually, uh, it was our, I would say, main uh, main thing when we started and when we delivered it because uh, plenty of forums and feature request boards for the tools, uh, we were monitoring it and we realized how many people are asking about Pomodoro Technique support for the task management. And people weren't able to find any and we realized that the guys companies like Trello or Evernote, they, they're not about it. They're about task management and these productivity or 
even time tracking, it's not about them. It's yeah. not their strong point and they're not going to even jump in. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and we decided to add this value and plenty of tools, plenty of teams, uh, creators of these tools are open to uh, put us at the, as a, uh, official partners. Partner. Yeah, and uh, so we are in their <clears throat> official integrations list for almost all of them, like a Basecamp, Asana, Evernote. That's awesome. Yeah, and of course we receive a lot of traffic and requests from there. Uh huh. That's great. Um, and as far as if you could give one piece of advice to other SaaS founders and uh, or people that would want to start a company, what would that look like? What is the, what is the one thing that you think everyone should know from your experience on what they should be doing when it comes to starting a SaaS company or running a SaaS company? Uh, you know, uh, maybe it's not an advice. I don't think I'm like a, you know, so good to give any advice like that. However, uh, our mistake was we were trying to over-smart, outsmart the market at the moment, at some moment, because for instance, we released our desktop apps in the app stores, mini okay. store and uh, Mac app store as a paid ones. And we provided the premium plans as the compensation of it. Mm -hmm. So you can either purchase the plan and receive the redeem code, or you can purchase the app and receive two months of the advanced plan. And I would say it was an attempt to uh, outsmart the market and create our own model. And I would say it's, it was a mistake. So <laughs> if you're talking about advice, guys, perhaps you're smart enough and perhaps you can create a new model and even perhaps it would work. But I would say, <laughs> yeah, uh, some classical things work much better. Mm -hmm. And I did go on the website and I noticed that you have two different pricing models. So you have one because you don't have a freemium right now, correct? No, we do. Oh, you do have a freemium. Okay. Because yeah, I saw that there's two different pricing models on there and you have one. Uh, I think that it allows you to go back and look at reports for six months and right. it allows you to go back unlimited. So you can look at all, all your, or <clears throat> excuse me, all your reporting. Um, which one is more successful? Oh, you know, it's, it's not, uh, um, this model, it's like a result of different experiments. Okay. We used to have the student plan, uh, with, uh, actually six months of access, but the access to the lock is not the most important thing I would say, because there's a plenty of different selling points. Mm -hmm. Uh, out of just log access. It's about some uh, advanced features for the app. It's uh, extra uh, processing for the task management systems, like the support for subtasks. Uh, it's a number of integrations, keeping in mind this uh, universal inbox thing. Uh, so I would say we used to have different types of uh, plans during these last two years with less. And I wouldn't say the current one is the final one. We're still experimenting and we are working on the team packages and perhaps like a bulk, bulk uh, licenses uh, sets because plenty of companies, you know, they purchase the 
I don't know, yoga or meditation packages, right? Mm -hmm. We are actually pretty close to this niche with the difference that we are about to work. <laughs> to them. So uh, we are adding more uh, packages like that. Uh, currently, uh, our more expensive one is more successful. Well, I'm not sure is it successful or not, but it's a big part of the pie, of the pie chart, bigger one. That's good. But, yeah, it's, it is. <laughs> but again, actually, uh, we added this uh, monthly subscription just recently because before we used to have uh, three months, six months, and one year billing cycles. So it is. So it is monthly then, because I thought it was now, only. Okay, I thought it was only annual. No, no. Now it is annual, six months and three months. Uh, sorry, um, and one month for the ultimate plan and six months and one year for the light one. And again, there is a free version which everyone can try. And, I mean, not try, but use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, and I've got two more questions for you, Alex. And, and one of these uh, might throw you off. <laughs> well, first one is gonna be, what is your favorite book? And <clears throat> preferably business related. Uh, it's a good one. Thank you for that. I would say it's several books of uh, Nicholas Nassim Taleb. Okay. Partially, uh, it's a Black Swan and then Anti Fragile. Uh, it's not exactly the business books, but mm -hmm. uh, it is really close to how I think and how I try to analyze and build the work and the, the life. Okay. Awesome, awesome. I'll have to check those out. I haven't heard of it. Um, <clears throat> and the last question I have for you today. Let's see. Are there any deals that our listeners or, or viewers can take advantage of that you are willing to give uh, for the podcast viewers? Absolutely. Uh, I will share to you two special links Okay. right after this interview. You can put it in the description. The one of it, well, actually by default, we provide one week of free ultimate plan trial if someone would like to try it. Uh, goes the same with the, for instance, app store download. Now, now the apps are free, actually, the, all the stores. And uh, so for you, we'll create one month of free trial. Okay. And we will create special 20% discount for all plans working till the end of the year. Great. So, I mean, you'll be able to, yes, purchase the plan with 20% discount till the end of the year. Awesome. Thank you very much for that, Alex. And do you have any questions for me? Actually, I do. Uh, the thing is, I we jumped so fast into the interviews, so I wasn't able to like polish them. Uh, I would like to ask, what from the previous interview in your communication is must have a hack on the growing and the marketing for the SaaS products. What do you mean? What is the best strategy, uh, not a strategy, but uh, uh, what could you offer to consider really seriously to promote, to market your, uh, our SaaS product based on, again, the interview you already did? I think, I think the, the biggest thing you could do right now is 
finding smaller companies that are also in the SaaS industry and partnering up with them, which you're already doing. And that's why I asked, because I wanted to see if that's something that you were currently doing, but doing something like that and also doing, I don't know how much of content you are doing uh, to current users and things like that, but, and that's another reason why I asked about the freemium is if you currently have a freemium, you want to make sure you keep those people inside of, of the company, right? You want to keep them as members or valuable to you, even though they're not bringing any revenue, you can always get them to start paying. And that would be by making specific tweaks to whatever product you have right now and even asking those people specifically, right? So if you send out emails or, or maybe on Facebook Messenger, if you have them on there, you can do chatbots and things like that where you're asking them questions on what they would like to see. But instead of making those features available on the free version, you make them on a separate paid version. And that's going to get them from being on a free to a transition to something that they really wanted to have. I see. It's a good one. Thank you. Noted. <laughs> so I think, I think something like that and just keeping them nurtured, uh, whether it's, it's small pieces of content. And even if it's just, you know, and, and you mentioned this at the very beginning too of the call is that you focus on more of a mindful approach at completing tasks. So even if it's just sending out small text messages or emails that give them more ways to do so, and, and maybe not even just for work, right? So oh, it's alive and whole, and you can, you can look at what things like, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Headspace. Uh, yes, absolutely. And they, they have their phone app and they're sending you little reminders throughout the day of, you know, what, what to do to be mindful of your surroundings and uh, take a little breath, take a second, and just breathe and and that's the type of thing that's going to differentiate you from any other you know toggle um i personally use toggle and i've never gotten anything like that that tells me take a break and that could be that could be the thing that just tells me you know well you need to take a break and, and these people are looking out for your actual uh well-being as a whole and not just your work life because it's supposed to be balanced you don't want to have someone just tracking time constantly without ever you know, taking, taking a breath. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think, I think small things like that, that could make a big difference in really understanding what those people that are on the free one want that isn't on the paid one because they want something. It's just not on the paid one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. We will discuss to our team. Actually, it's a really good idea. Thank you very much for it. You're welcome. Any other questions? Uh, well, you know, I, I'm sure I will have plenty of them in half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> All good for now. Just, if you have any, just shoot them off. You have me on Messenger. You have my email. So feel free to reach out whenever. Uh, Absolutely. Help you. And, and, yeah. um, and the trials and the discounts are on me. It's on its way. Awesome. Appreciate that, Alex. So thank you for the great interview. It's always a pleasure having uh, SaaS founders here like Alex and telling us a little bit more about the stories, what they've been able to do and what they've been able to uh, overcome these struggles and learning more about what they do. So thank you for listening, everyone of uh, the podcast, watching the videos. And uh, this is super new, still, still getting used to everything. And I appreciate everyone taking the time out of their days to watch this. Uh, and I challenge you all to take out day and really just find one thing that you want to do and stop thinking about it so much and and really just 
start doing it. And that's what's going to get you to where you want to be. So again, thank you everyone for watching. Thank you, Alex, very much. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Liz. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.